Hello, and welcome to Marriage Unchained, the art of one flesh, where saving marriages, saving families, and saving souls is the flavor of the day. Now, let's join our host and author of Marriage Unchained, Catholic Alpha Radical, Jerry Jacobs Jr. Welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live, where I help you fix your Catholic marriage. I've coached and helped hundreds of men in their marriages, and now I want to help you. Call 313 Radical now. That's area code 313 Radical. And ask me anything on tough marital issues, such as what to do when she's asked for divorce. What to do when you have a mutual agreement of separation, but you didn't want it. What to do when your wife is cold and distant. What to do when your wife is having an affair. What to do when your marriage is bad, boring, lukewarm, and passionless. What to do when you engage in a mental embrace less than once a month. What to do when you sleep in separate bedrooms. What to do when she has left the home with or without the children. What to do when you are divorced but didn't want it. Call 313-RADICAL. That's area code 313-723-4225. That's area code 313-723-4225. Again, call 313-RADICAL right now for answers to intimacy problems, communication problems, prayer and spiritual warfare problems, authentic masculinity problems, a.k.a. how to man up. So... Sit back, relax, take a chill pill, and get ready to rock. But don't duck. Can you feel it? Catholic Alpha Radical coming at you now. Hello, dear. <laughs> and welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live. A Catholic relationship podcast that helps you fix your Catholic marriage every day, weekday, 10 a.m. Eastern, while also giving you winning tactics for marriage problems, girlfriend problems, and intimacy problems for men. Moreover, where my main mission is to keep you out of divorce court and where marriage unchained, the art of one flesh, divorce. Combat coaching is the favor of the day, while also helping men understand marriage and courting, not dating, in the Catholic faith. Why? Because dating is for sex and courting is for marriage. In this 79th episode, how to enter the spiritual battle daily to protect your marriage, wife, family, and home, plus live calls from you answering your marriage and crisis questions. So get in that queue again, 313 Radical. That's 313-723-4225. Or you can call in from your browser at callingstudio.com slash setup slash radical one. So get in the queue. Don't wait for some resolution to your marriage confusion. Okay, okay, quote of the day, quote of the day, quote of the day. So today is a very special quote uh, that I've used that I found a few years ago that every time I do it every now and then for my guys in the group. 
um, and on my blog posts and things like that. So, but this quote is taken directly from the diary of church mystic and saint, Saint Maria Faustina, who was shown four visions uh, by an angel. So her first vision was a vision of before heaven and before hell, which we will visit today. Her second vision was a vision of purgatory. Her third vision was a vision of hell. And her fourth vision was a vision of heaven. So let's do this. Quote, St. Faustina, her vision before heaven, her vision before hell. One day I saw two roads. One was broad, covered with sand and flowers, full of joy, music, and all sorts of pleasures. People walked along it, dancing and enjoying themselves. They reached the end of the road without realizing it. And at the end of the road, there was a horrible precipice. That is the abyss of hell. The souls fell blindly into it as they walked, so they fell. And their numbers were so great that it was impossible to count them. And I saw the other road, or rather a path, for it was narrow and strewn with thorns and rocks. And the people who walked along it had tears in their eyes, and all kinds of suffering befell them. Some fell down upon the rocks, but stood up immediately and went on. At the end of the road, there was a magnificent garden filled with all sorts of happiness, and all of these souls entered there. At the very first instant, they forgot all their sufferings. End quote. Diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalski, number 135, mystic and saint of the Catholic Church. Bam. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me to help you in yours. Get live Catholic marriage help Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern for some resolution to your marriage confusion. All right, all right. So, hey, I'm just going to say, now, if you don't believe in hell, if you don't believe not everybody goes to heaven, you just got proof. That's the saint, the mystic in the church, and she was shown these things. Now, you got to remember, when people say they see things, the Catholic church just doesn't go, just doesn't go oh, oh, oh. Oh yes. Oh, you're you're you know what? That stuff is true. Blah blah blah. No, what they do is they investigate. They investigate all miracles. That's why a saint just you we, you just can't say that you're a saint because there has to be miracles in your name. And so the church what the church does is they investigate that. They send out a team of priests to take care of that. Now, I don't know the exact, you know, way they do it. It's probably a secret, but Remember, the Catholic Church, Christ Church, has been around for 2,000 years. So we understand a lot of what's going on. And so when a saint is a saint, basically to keep so that you can understand and believe what they say, they have miracles that are basically done. A miracle happened 
in their name or because of them, because of their devotion and their sainthood and their dedication and God's love for them. Um, and so when, when a saint is a saint and then they have, they're, they're given visions and things like that, they're mystics, then what happens is, okay, that's something that you believe. The church is behind that. Okay. This is why the Catholic church is the bomb, dude. People hate the Catholic church for what they don't know, not because of what they do know. So it is the fullness of the faith. And that's why I bring it to you as much as I can um, so that you can be the best Christian that you can be. So today's content, baby, today's content is about what St. Faustina's talking about. Okay. You know, basically we're going to go over that here in a second, but first I got to ask you, are you a holy lover? Are you a holy lover? As a man. So which is what? What does that mean? That means becoming the man God created you to be and you becoming the husband your wife needs. There are 33 gifts of a holy lover. And it is your responsibility as a husband to give your beloved wife every single one. It is your duty to give your wife the gift of a holy lover. So that what? So that she realizes that the man before her is her hero her knight in shining armor, the man of her dreams. You guys got to really, women, that's how they think about their men. They don't say it, but that security that they feel, that love they feel, that emotional connection they feel, that sense of protection they feel, that is what they're feeling on the inside when they what they feel about you. And, is, and, and if you don't feel that you're getting that, then... I would ask you to please look at yourself like I had to, okay? It's also for you to understand, so she realizes a man that is holy, virtuous, and indifferent from most others in society. A man of God, a man of courage, the representation of Christ in her home, her best friend, her lover, her protector. This is what women are asking of you. It's a tall order, but she wouldn't be a woman of God, a true woman, if she didn't make you be the man that you're supposed to be. Someone that she can be proud of to say, he is mine and I am his. Are you the man for this mission, brother? Are you? I hope so, because like I said, I'm going to say for all 33 of these gifts, you're it. There's no one else. You're the one. You're the one God placed there. So today we cover holy lover gift number two, which states a holy lover engages in the spiritual battle daily. A holy lover engages in the spiritual battle daily. Make no mistake. The battle for your marriage is a spiritual battle, gentlemen. And as the man of the home, the defender from evil, your duty and responsibility is to give your life away each and every day in defense of your home from the diabolical. Do not get it twisted. Many believe the supernatural world is a myth, a hoax. But I must ask if demons, angels, saints are a myth, then why does Christ warn us against and mention these and hell and hell multiple times in scripture? More important, why would he task you as the defender of your home from the diabolical? As a man, how do you give your life away? How do you give your life away, gentlemen? Nobody, the, 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 the odds of somebody breaking in your home, 
putting a machete to your throat, a knife to your wife's throat and saying, telling you to choose one. Kill yourself. Should we kill you or are we going to kill your wife? Choose one. You would hope that God would give you the fortitude to say, please kill me. Kill me. I don't want to kill my wife. I love God and I love my wife. I've got to die. My job is to die for her. You would hope you'd be able to say that. But even so, how often, how, what are the chances of that ever happening in your life? So how do you as a man give your life away every single day? How do you as a man enter the spiritual battle every day? By giving away your time in suffering, penance, prayer. Because it's hard to pray. The Catholic faith is hard. Religion is hard. We all know that. That's why it is a suffering. That's why it's a sacrifice for you as the head of your home, the spiritual leader, the man that God placed there to get on your knees and protect your family daily. Because if you don't, no one else will. This is why chaos can enter your home. This is why evil can enter your home. Because we have been taught that this is all an illusion. The illusion is this world. This world is the illusion. The natural world is the illusion. It's the test. The real world is the supernatural world where God is in the beatific vision who spans throughout time and eternity. So I ask you, the way you give your life away for your life, your wife and your children and God is through your time. It's through your time. Okay. More exact, your time in prayer and penance in defense of your wife, marriage and children. Because again, if you don't die to yourself, if you don't pray, suffer and sacrifice for the soul of your beloved, again, my friend who will. And so after the break, we will get deeper into this mysterious concept and give you 32 action items that you must do now to defend your marriage, family, and home from the evil one. So what do you think about what I'm saying so far? Call. Get in that queue and call. 313-RADICAL. That's 313-723-4225. Or you can email me at radicalquestions at catholicalpha.com, radicalquestions at catholicalpha.com. Dot com for some resolution to your marriage confusion. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So, for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider... Marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. 
All right, all right, all right. Get hyped, get hyped, get hyped. Because we're going to get some fun going on. We're going to get some fun going on because the knowledge of God is always fun. Hear what I said. The knowledge of God and Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit and the Trinity and the church is always fun. That's where your fire comes for God. That's where your fire comes for your wife. That's where your fire comes from, from your children. If you ain't fired up about God and Jesus Christ, how can you be fired up about your wife? You can't. And it'd be authentic. Okay? So... I ask you to consider what I, I'm saying. Is the supernatural world real? Is it? Is it? What do you actually believe? You got to test yourself, brother. You got to test yourself. You got to ask yourself and look in the mirror and say, is God real? Is Jesus Christ real? And if he is, are there demons, angels, legions of angels, choirs of angels? Are there? Or the fallen angels, a third of the fall, a third of the angels fell. That's billions and billions of angels. And they're all here. And they all here to do what? They're 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 eternal. So every person is assigned an angel. Every person is assigned a demon by the devil. Now, which one of those ones that you listen to? That's the course of your life. This is why, as a man, you must learn how to listen to the call of the Holy Spirit in your life, because if you don't, you'll fall for anything. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to help you to understand how to protect your home, make it a little simpler, give you some things that you can do today to help you rock this, man. And so, as promised, the second gift of a holy lover he must enter the spiritual battle daily against evil in his marriage and home. Why? Because your first mission as a man is to protect. Your second mission as a man is to defend against evil. And the third mission is to serve. Okay? You got to get it. Got it? Good. These 32 action items come from a video by Father Chad Ripperker called Spiritual Protection. Father Ripperker is an exorcist in the Catholic Church as well as a renowned psychologist, author, and speaker. A former instructor in the seminary, so he used to instruct priests. Well, it's time to get started. So first he, he puts it into a category of psychological protection. So number one, we become unprotected if we leave, if we leave outside of the natural order of authority. The natural order of authority is God, husband, wife, children. We then become subject to diabolical authority. You heard me talk about this earlier this week. This is no joke. Okay. When you as a man do not, are not under the submission of Christ, you open yourself up to diabolical influence. You open up yourself to be engaged by the demonic. And because you are the head of the home, the spiritual leader of your home, you screw up even more because your wife is then attacked and your children are attacked and your home is attacked. This is why you as a man can never, ever be in mortal sin out of the grace of God. And we'll go into that in a minute. Remember, there's a natural order. The reason there's a natural order because of protection, protection. Christ protects the husband, the husband protects the wife and the children, the wife protects the, the, uh, the children. Okay, you, you got to see why it's like this. And, if, and like I always say, if you really think about things logically, boom, it makes sense. If you, but you, the thing about it is you must be formed 
if you're not understanding or believing what I'm saying, that's because the Holy Spirit is not in you enough to 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 have you to to give you the wisdom to understand what I'm saying. Because this is how true Christian Orthodox Catholics and Christians, this is how we know that what we hear from somebody is the truth or most of the truth because we put it up against our teachings in the church and our formation as a kid, as a teenager, an adult, a young adult, and an adult. Okay? So remember, again, if you take yourself, if you remove yourself out from under as a woman, if you remove yourself out from under the submission of your husband, then you will be attacked by the demonic. Now, God, will he's merciful, right? So he'll give you time to get your act together. He'll give your husband time to get his act together. But if you reject the call of the Holy Spirit, eventually your life will become miserable because you're not doing what you're supposed to do. Okay. Number two, never lose your state of grace or commit mortal sin. Oh my God. Oh my God. This keeps you. So state of grace, we'll go in in a little bit at actually what, um, Moral sin is more and state of grace and what that means. And I'll give you a resource to go to. But basically, you never lose your state of grace or commit a mortal sin, which is what losing your state of grace is as a man and a woman and a child. Children are not held responsible um, for their sins until the age of reason, which is seven. Okay. This is why you baptize babies because babies have original sin on them. So Christ wants them baptized. The church wants them baptized. Christ's church wants them baptized to get that mortal sin off their soul. Okay. Next, um, if you lose your state of grace, you become highly susceptible to diabolical influence. This keeps you protected. You must stay out of mortal sin. You have to do that. You have to do that. Okay. Next, number three, when you commit a sin, Pray for healing of your memory and imagination. This will keep uh, and block you from remembering it. So he says, when you commit a sin, especially a one that's that's very um, traumatic, like say you're watching TV and he thinks the show's innocent and two dudes come across there kissing and stuff or having sex or something. You didn't know that was coming and you saw it. So what do you do? You do is you turn the TV, you know, get fast forward or get off that show and you pray for healing of your memory to God. Um, and this will block you for remembering that. OK, next number uh, next, as well as the demons being able to manipulate you when you commit a sin, you've got to pray for healing so that the demons um, are not able to manipulate you, which is basically called demonic oppression where demons are allowed to influence us, to manipulate us, and get us to do things we wouldn't normally do because why? We're not formed correctly or we're weak. Remember, the weaker you are, which is the more sinful you are, the more bad things you do, the more you neglect and not do your responsibility as a man, the weaker you become morally, psychologically, and spiritually. And so the demonic then, you become weak, and then you are, you are primed for attack. This is why to, you must enter the battle daily to help yourself to under, to get through prayer to help you start to understand how to get through that, okay? Only through prayer can you understand tr fully what's going on, what I'm talking about, what Father Ripperker's talking about, okay? I can give you the basics, 
But in order to fully understand, you must get the fruit of the Holy Spirit, which is wisdom, which comes through prayer and meditation to God. Okay. Number four, anytime you think a negative thought, clear it immediately from your mind, refocus on something else. So that is a good one. It's like you're married, right? We're married and we see a woman and, you know, you can look at the woman, look at her body for like, you know, whatever, you know, but you don't sit there and keep gawking on her. And then you take it even further. You, you, you think about you guys kissing and being intimate and what it would be like to have sex with her and stuff like that. That is in the new uh, Testament under Christ that even to look uh, to, uh, to lust up on another woman is, is basically a mortal sin. This is why, because why it's a, not a, well, it might not be, I'm, I'm not saying it's a mortal sin. It might be, it's been a while since I, but I do know it is in a sin against a, 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 a adultery. Okay. Um, and so you have to under, which I, I'm pretty sure it's the sixth commandment. So basically what you got to do is when you, if you find yourself admiring a woman and then you take it deeper than admiring and you take it deeply to, you know, thoughts of, I want to be you know intimate with her or something like that, or what it would be like to be intimate with her. Then what you must do is you must clear that thought away immediately. So when you feel yourself going there, you you must definitely get that out of your mind. You could pray a Hail Mary, you could pray our Father, um, you could pray a Hail Mary for that for that lady or whatever. Um, and then if it, if you do, but if you do allow your see, basically what happens is if you allow yourself to take pleasure in that thought, that's when you got to go to confession when you allow it in. But if you if you're think if you if you see a woman. And then you start to you start to go toward intimacy with that woman and you immediately get it out of your mind. That's not a sin because you fought it. Right. You fought the, the influence of the demonic. But if you allow yourself to take pleasure in that sin, which is means like you allow yourself to take pleasure in that thought, then what happens is you must go to confession for that. OK, to get that off your off your soul. Next, custody of the senses, which is kind of. What I'm talking about now, state number five, stay away from anything that can psychologically or morally or spiritually take down, uh, take you down. Otherwise, you will proceed to commit worse and worse acts. Remember, custody of the senses, touching, seeing, hearing and all that kind of stuff. Custody of your eyes. What does Christ say? Cut your eye out to stop you from sinning. Okay. Um, and so that's why that is important. Um, also, number six, oh, I have a caller. So I'm going to finish the next one or two, and then we're going to the next uh, the next three, and then I'm going to take my caller, and then we're going to come back to spiritual protection, the next category. Okay, so um, number six, I said that. Oh, number six, custody of the mind. Never allow anything to come into your mind that is harmful without immediately trying to clear it. Again, he re, he's reiter, he's reiterating that how important that is, because what happens is that stuff is it it, it come it starts to uh, stack on each other. Remember, man, sin makes us stupid. Sin makes us stupid. We start doing it. We start sinning, just like you heard me talk about the other day. The first we were all virgins at one time. This is how important virginity is. We were all virgins one t- at one time, and what happened? And so the first time. That you are up to ha- to to have uh to have sex outside of marriage, everything in your being is screaming, do not have sex with that girl. Everything is screaming. 
because that's whole, that's the Holy Spirit, your guardian angel, that's the choirs of angels, that's, that's everybody, the Holy Spirit, that's everybody telling you, hey man, hold up brother, you don't want to do that, you don't want to do that, but what do we do? We do it anyway, so that first time is very hard, like the first time you kill somebody, right? It's the first time somebody, I've heard many stories like that, the first time they kill somebody, it was really, really hard. But then the more you do it, it's a little easier, a little easier, a little easier. That's because God, you once you turn yourself over to evil, God only gives you so much mercy. And so then he starts to leave you to yourself. Okay, you're not going to listen. You're going to keep doing what you want to do. I'll leave it to yourself, and then I'll allow a demonic in your life. And then that'll cause pain, and then you'll come back to me eventually. Okay? So next, number seven, being a process to root, begin a process to root out your greatest defects, which are vices, to protect yourself from the diabolical. Okay? You've got to get start to, this is why prayer and, and, and the sacraments of the church and all these things are important because they help you root out your vices. Listen, we are, remember, we are, we have concupiscence, which means order towards sin. That stuff doesn't go away on its own. When you first get baptized, your, your soul is clear. Like if you, let's say that, that you were never baptized as a baby or nothing like that, or you're 50 years old, you've never been to any kind of church, and then you have all this sin on your soul. What happens is when you get baptized, then what happens is you get a clean slate. Baptism washes all that away, which is awesome. <laughs> you know, hey, people love that. <laughs> so next, so pray to Our Lady of Sorrows. So Our Lady of Sorrows is the Blessed Mother, Jesus Christ's mother. Jesus Christ's mother. It, for you that really don't understand the power of the Blessed Mother, the Virgin Mary, she is she is very um, powerful and very important in the spiritual warfare battle. She is. She is tasked in Scripture and Revelations to crush the head of Satan. This, for you women that don't want to submit to Christ and your husband, this is what you're missing. God created the most perfect being to ever be created, and it was a woman, and it was the mother of Christ. And if you as a woman can't get down with that, does God have the problem or do you have the problem? God has given you an example to look up to as the, the greatest, even above St. Joseph. Even above St. Joseph, the Blessed Mother is a powerful, powerful being, a uh, soul in the fight against the diabolical. And if you don't use her, then you are opening yourself up, especially as a man. You've got to use the Blessed Mother. Okay. So you pray to Our Lady. Of, well, another name for the uh, the Blessed Mother uh, is the Our Lady of Sorrows. And so basically, you ask her to reveal to you your greatest defect, vice, in order that the demons can't use it, can't make use of them. Develop a devotion to Our Lady of Sorrows to help you protect your family as a man, okay? So me, one of the things I do, I pray the seven dollars of, of the Blessed Mother, which is basically her, her seven pains that she went through, okay? And so what that does is you get special graces from that. Remember, the, the Blessed Mother, the Virgin Mary, always leads us to her child, her son, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ always leads us who? To God. This is why they are important, okay? We're not, as, as, as Catholics and Christians, we are not to worship Mary, but we do honor her. Why? Because she is the mother of God. She is a pure vessel, okay? Next, 
Number nine, the last one for I take my caller. If you reject any teaching of the Catholic Church, you open yourself up to the diabolical. This is for all you, you cafeteria Catholics out there and all you uh, Protestant Christians out there that think you could just go and change the, the word of God and believe what you want, interpret scripture how you want. Um, and I believe in abortion, but I don't, but I don't believe in, say, same-sex attraction. I believe in stealing, but I don't believe in uh, in uh, uh, adultery. You know, I believe in uh, going to church every Sunday, but I don't don't believe in divorce. You know, you can't. This is not a cafeteria where you go to um, the cafeteria and then you get to pick all whatever food you like and you boom. Listen, the true love of Christ, the true love of God is only one thing. It's only one thing, and that is obedience. All you out there that say you love Jesus Christ, all of you out there that say you love God, that you just your mouth just moving if you're not obedient. Because that's the true love of Christ. That's it. So when this, when he, when Father Ripperker says, if you reject any teaching of the Catholic Church, you open yourself up to the diabolical. So why does he say the Catholic Church? Why? Because that's that's Christ's church. That's the church God started. You got to remember, everybody in the Christian realm was Catholic for 1,500 years. 1,500 years, everybody that was Christian was Catholic. Everybody. And so then when the Reformation happened, now you got all these different uh, sects of Christianity that don't that the faith has been watered down to them, and a lot of things Protestants just don't understand. It's really not their fault. It's the diabolical of the devil of how that ha- that was allowed to happen five hundred years ago. So compare what I'm saying: fifteen hundred years, now two thousand years, basically two thousand years of the Catholic Church to five hundred years of your a pro- of a Protestant religion. Which one do you think has the fullness of the faith that completely understands the faith from Jesus Christ all the way to now? Think about it. All I ask you to do is think about it. And if you think about it logically, it of course it makes sense. The faith has been watered down for 500 years. This is why a lot of Protestants don't know stuff. They don't know stuff. And a lot of it's not their fault. Just like Catholics, Catholics should know, but they get lazy. They allow, the, they allow the devil to get into their head. And so this is why you've got to understand the teachings of Christianity are deep, deep in the Catholic faith. And the reasons why is because the Catholic Church and Jesus Christ and God, the Holy Spirit, do not change. If they did change, they are not of God. God is not God. If God can change, if the church can change, if Jesus Christ can change, if the Blessed Mother can change, if all the saints can change, then guess what? This uh, they're not. This not of God. It's not of God. So God is lying. God is not God, and He's not an omnipotent being. And all of this stuff we're paying, we're going through on this earth means nothing. Okay. So I'm going to take my caller right now, um, and I hope you guys can really think about why I'm talking to the caller. Please think about you know what um, what I've talked, what I asked, what I said. The reason why, man, is this stuff. This is not just something I'm talking about. This is the the truth of the Christian faith, man, that helps you protect yourself. It helps you open up your eyes to what is going on in your life and in your home. 
And this is called wisdom. Wisdom is the fruit of the Holy Spirit that allows you to see the world for what it really is. You should get on your knees right now and thank God that the Holy Spirit is talking to me to talk to you and you're listening so that you understand what this world is about. Okay? So all I can say is give me talk to my caller and hey, 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 I'll be right back. Okay, okay, I have a caller. Hopefully my technology is working good and they can hear me. So, uh, caller, here we go, here we go, here we go. Hello, caller, can you hear me? Hello. Oh, man, thanks for waiting, man. I'm so sorry, dude. I saw you, you know, I tried, wanted to get rid of, get that, get that little segment done and so I could take all the time I need with you. So, how can I help you today, my brother? Uh, me and my wife, we've been married for like the past two years. And then uh, for the past two three months, I think I, I think she's I think she's chill. Uh, she's been going out late, she's coming back home late. Uh, she's always she's always like she's been more distant and distant for the past two three months. Like uh, she's always on her phone texting somebody. I was like, oh, who are you texting? She's always all oh, my friend, but I, I can tell like she's not really texting her friends. Uh, she's always seems to be talking to somebody different on the phone. So I'm not I'm not sure like what I should do, what you think I should do. But I'm pretty I think I'm like ninety percent sure that she's probably seeing somebody else or having an affair. Okay. So my first question to you is like, what are you doing to to fix that? To take care of it? Uh I would say I'm trying to I'm trying to play more, you know, uh try to be more talk to her more. Uh, just slow. I mean, not not all the way, but you know, just slowly, progressively. Uh, well, really, I'm more focused on um, trying to see if she is if she's cheating. But okay, progressively, you know, just trying to get to get to do with her, uh, go on dates more, and all that. Okay. So first thing I would ask you is, do not ever confront the other dude. That's going to right. What I just said is going to go against everything in your being. Every fire in your being is going to be want to confront him and find out who he is. Argue with her about him, fight about it and all that stuff. All that can do is cause a lot of pain. It could cause somebody to get hurt. It could cause you to go to jail, him to go to jail, her to go to jail. Another thing, too, if you confront him, then her nurturing protection mechanism is going to go over to him and away from you. And so you don't want that because that'll push her further away. So let's talk about why this happens. Why you, if this is, let's just assume that what you're saying is true. Usually I've been taught if a man or a woman feels that their spouse is messing around, they probably are, um, you know? Um, so that's, that's just, you know, cause you know, your wife, you know, her, you know, you know that if she's changed, you know, so let's, let's talk, let's first of all, talk about, why is this? Why did she? Why is your wife doing this? Let's assume that she's messing around. So first of all, we got to understand that no woman, once they choose you, wants to give their body to somebody else. Her mind, her heart, and her soul—they just don't. The reason why, first of all, most women they know that once I sleep with another man, then that's going to change my feelings and change and change my way I am, and they don't really like that. They only do it when they feel they have to. Okay, so. The other thing is 
So if your wife, basically she's playing her cards. So basically your wife is playing her cards. What that means is he's not listening to me. There's no emotional connection, which is the most important thing for a woman. Her emotional connection is the most important thing. If your wife doesn't have a feel an emotional connection for you, she starts to think I could be happier without you than I can be with you. And then she doesn't go out looking for another man. That's not how most women roll. But what they do is they kind of open themselves up and allow another man to fancy them. Like a woman, a strong woman, a good woman, a woman that that's strong in her, that her, she has a strong relationship with her husband and she loves him. But more important, she feels that he loves her more than anything. If a man tries to to crack on her or or get her attention, she would immediately rebuke him immediately. That's how you know that your wife that you're that you're doing your job for the most part, okay? But when the when the marriage is weak, then your wife starts to play her cards because she's trying to see do you really care for me? This is why I tell guys in my program what you got to do is you got to show your wife that you're gonna fight for. If you punk out and go get another woman or ignore her and let your pride get in the way, you don't talk to her, then what'll happen is you're just pushing her further to him. That's all you're doing. So I would beg you to, at during this time, man, get some kind of coaching help to help you to, to learn how to bring your wife back to you, how to get her, how to draw, I like to say, draw her back to you from the other guy. Because usually she's in a rebound relationship and if you change and you start being the man that she wants you to be, that, that she thinks can make her happy again, then what she'll do, man, is she'll come to you. She will. She'll she'll leave him and come and, and draw herself back to you. Now, if you haven't changed by the time that relationship goes bad, then what will happen is, man, she'll just find somebody else or nobody. And just, she'll just leave you and be without you. So what do you think about what I said? Hello. Yeah, what do you think about what I said? Oh, um, yeah, I just need to. Uh, you, I mean, you're, everything you said is right. I, I just feel like I need to uh, just, you know, just do things better, um, do everything right, and then uh, I probably do need some. You probably right. You probably do need some coaching, uh, just just to get just to get hit my head right because you know I've I've been doing good. I would say ever since we started, you know. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Uh, All yeah. right. All right, brother. Well, thanks for calling, man. Anything else? Uh, no. Everything you said, I put consideration. Thank you. All right. Thanks a lot. Have a good day. Have All a good right, weekend. You. All right. Yep. Bye. How are you too? All right. All right. All right. Real quick. Real quick. Boom, boom, boom. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's 
That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So, for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider... Marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. Hey, 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 hey. We back. We back. And so we're going real quick. We got 15 minutes left. That's good. That's right a good time to for me to finish the next uh the next of the uh of the spiritual protection and how to, the of the thirty two things of how to defend yourself, your home and your marriage and and uh, against the diabolical. Now I know a lot of this stuff, man. A lot of stuff you may not know. A lot of stuff you may do know. All I'm asking you to do is consider what I'm saying. Go out. Uh, a good resource is Catholic.com. It'll talk to you about a lot. You can you can put in. They have a, this big forum board, and you can put in a lot of questions, and people will answer it. And you can find answers to the questions that, that's been there before. And it's a great, great resource, man. Since it's Fidelium on YouTube, it's a it's a um it's a YouTube channel full of um of YouTube videos on on the the, the Orthodox Christian faith, the Catholic faith. All the hom- homilies, well, that's, what the, that's what Catholics call uh, uh, sermons, homilies, all the sermons and homilies are right on point about the faith. They will help you to learn and to understand, you know, how to do this kind of stuff that I'm talking about in more in depth. Because I'm just, I'm just, you know, I don't have time to go into every little thing that, that you need to do. But what I am trying to do is give you a general thing what Father uh, Rick Ripperger is talking about. Um, also... Let's get started um, and get this finished so that you guys can have a great weekend and I can do the same. All right. So here we go. So the next the first category was what is it? Was it uh, psychological protection? So now we're going to get into the spiritual protection. Father Ripper. Remember, Father Ripper is an exorcist. So he knows what works and won't do, what doesn't work. Another thing, too, man, you guys got to understand if you if you don't is. The reason that these prayers I'm giving you are important is because they're proven to work. So that's what 2,000 years does. This is why vocal prayer is the lowest form of prayer. Meditation is the second form of prayer, which leads to all the other forms, the other seven forms of prayer, which we'll go into that in a second. But you've got to understand when a priest gives you prayers, when the Catholic Church gives you prayers, these prayers are proven to work over 2,000 years by the saints, um, by mystics, by priests, by bishops, by popes. You know, um, that's just the way it is. And so would you rather, it's like, you know, you know, asking a saint, asking St. Saint Joseph to pray for you. Would you want Jerry to pray for you or would you want a saint to pray for you? <laughs> okay, I'd rather have St. Joseph pray for me than me. Okay, so that's what you got to look at it. But you got to look at it. Remember, in the scripture, God, Christ talks about the saints, that there are saints in heaven and that they are alive. So you've got to understand that if Christ is actually sending out of his mouth, man, you cannot ignore it. Just like the Blessed Mother being important in spiritual warfare and that she is tasked 
from the beginning of time, from the beginning of time to crush the head of Satan. That's letting you know right now, right there, that that's one of her, her purposes. Okay. Okay. So spiritual protection. Number 10, you must attend confession regularly. So if you, if you're in a mortal sin, you need to get to confession right now. If you have venial sins, you want to go to confession monthly. Now, look, I told you I was, I was going to explain conf, uh, confession yesterday, I think, or the day before. But confession is important because it's a sacrament of the church. It's a sacrament of the church. Remember, priests and bishops and the pope, they're all priests. They just got different names. They all start out as priests. And so what happens is they represent Christ in the confessional. That's the job of a priest when they're giving mass church. When they're in the confessional, they represent Christ. Okay, so why do they ha see this? All listen, man. This all comes down to authority. Christ is the head of the church, right? So you got to ask yourself: If Christ did not want churches, he wanted one church. This is why it doesn't say, "Well, Peter, save my you're the rock of my churches." No, you are the rock of my church. So that means that we're all supposed to be in the same church. And for 1,500 years, we were. Okay? So what you got to understand is in, in Scripture, Christ says, whatever you loose in, on earth is loosed in heaven. Because coming down from the apostles, all the bishops as being ordained as priests, bishops, all the way down for 2,000 years. So that's a, it's called succession. And so this is why we're going to talk about sacramentals. A Protestant pastor can't bless something. Why? Because he has no authority. And, and, and you don't have to believe what I'm saying, but guess who believes me? The demons believe me. The demons know it. Why? They're fallen angels. Of course they know. It's authority. So when the devil got the church to split off, he loved that. He loved that. This all stems from authority. Like whenever I talk to Protestants and they have a problem with the Catholic Church, of the, especially of the church, the Catholic Church being Christ's church, the first church, I start with authority. You, when you talk to a Protestant, if you, if you guys can have a civil conversation, you listen to him, he listens to you, you ask them questions about authority because they can't combat authority. When you start talking to them about authority, they really don't understand what that means. And so you have to be patient with them and teach them. Most Protestants want to be great Christians. They do. The problem is in their churches, just like in the Catholic Church, a lot of times the, the pastors get up there and they're so worried about the money and trying to get money, they forget the word is what draws people in to get the money. Okay? The word is made flesh. The Bible is the word. Christ, Jesus Christ is the word. Okay, the word made flesh. So it's important that we understand that. Okay, so when I talk about confession, confession is authorized. He, Christ authorized the apostles to forgive sins. He had to. He had to have somebody do it because he wasn't going to be here. This <laughs> is common. If you just think about it, is all I'm saying. Just think about it. Okay, so mortal sin is. Uh, so basically, if you want to know what a mortal sin is, there's an article called List of Mortal Sins Every Catholic Should Know. So I'm going to change that to Every Christian Should Know. Um, and the article is at stmaryofthesevendollars.com. 
St. Mary, S-T, S-T Mary of the Seven Dollars, D-O-L-O-R-S, and seven is spelled out too. Seven is spelled out. So St. Mary of the Seven Dollars.com, and you just, and basically if you put in the article, List of Mortal Sins Every Catholic Should Know, that article is very popular. It pops right up, okay? Next, so another thing. The criteria for mortal sin. So what is the criteria for mortal sin? So mortal sins are what? Uh, murder, uh, contraception, birth control, same-sex attraction, um, uh, divorce and remarriage, all that kind of stuff. You know, um, that kind of stuff. You know, stealing, you know, that kind of stuff. Anything against the Ten Commandments is hard, right? Adultery, all that kind of stuff. That's mortal sin. So, but see, the, the Christ has laid down to the church that there has to be a certain criteria of what a mortal sin is and isn't. So here's what the mortal sin is. A mortal sin, the criteria for you to be in mortal sin. So mortal means what? Death, which means what? Hell. If you can have a mortal sin on your soul and you die today as a person, you will go to hell. You don't pass go and you don't collect $200. The reason that you must ask your pastor to preach on the four last things if they don't is because the four last things of death, judgment, heaven, and hell will bear fruit in your parish, will bear fruit in your church. Because it's the word, it's the fruit that knowing that I'm going to die, that there's an end, there's something about knowing that that gets people to straighten up and act right. You have to learn about hell so that you can appreciate heaven. You have to learn about heaven so that you can appreciate hell. You got to learn about purgatory so that you can appreciate heaven and hell. You got to learn about death and what that means and what it's going to be like so that you can appreciate judgment and all of that. So in order to be in mortal sin, which means a hell offense out of grace of God, which means you have to have knowledge that it is a sin. So we all know through the natural law that murdering somebody is a sin. So I know that. So basically, if I commit that, I know that's a sin. So that's the first criteria. The second criteria is it has to be grave, a grave sin. So let's say you lied, but you just told your brother a lie, and you you know your brother, you guys are kids, and and you go, yeah, I like candy, you know. Uh, you took you took my candy. I didn't take your candy. That's a small sin, right? That's that's not grave. But to murder somebody is a grave sin. It's against it's, it's against the natural law, against God completely. So that's the second criteria. You must have knowledge that's a sin, and it must be a grave offense. The third and mo and, and really the most important part of this is willfully you willfully commit the sin. This is why when you go to court and, and let's say you kill somebody, there's manslaughter, there's uh, uh, murder two, there's murder one. The reason why is a lot of times people don't when they when they, uh, a murder is an accident. I didn't mean to kill the man, but it just happened. You know, like he hit you and then you're defending yourself, and then you hit him with a a a, a, a hammer and you you killed him. But let's say you. You wanted your wife, you want us, uh, like your, your, your best friend wanted your wife. And then your best friend planned to kill you to get to your wife. 
That is a mortal sin. That's willfully committing, willfully your will and your will. You are commit. You are willfully planning to commit a sin, and you know it's a sin, and you know it's wrong. Okay, that is how you understand the criteria. Okay, so next. Number 11, I'm going to move a little faster because those things are important and I don't want to skip them. So number 11, humility, not thinking of yourself greater than you are. So that's what humility is. Humility is not this weak, uh, wussy, um, slobbering all over me feeling type of thing. Fake humility. Humility is basically you as a man in your home think of yourself greater than you actually are. That is what pride is. Okay, so the more humble you are, the more strength and power you have to resist the diabolical. Humility defeats evil every time. Humility defeats evil every time. Okay, next. Number 12, receiving all the sacraments is great protection against the diabolical. So he's saying that if you receive the sacraments of the church, which means sacred, which means Christ gave the Catholic Church um, these sacraments that are holy, that are blessed, that are sacred, they automatically give us grace. Like so, like when you get baptized, you get all you get those graces. When you have confirmation, which basically you're in your like 13, 14, or 15, and that's after baptism, and you 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 basically as a, a human person, you decide that you are gonna accept the Catholic faith. Okay. This is why you don't wait and say, I'm gonna baptize my kid. Well, my kid, well, my kid, uh, how can I put this? You, this is why you, you don't say, I'm going to baptize my kid when my kid is old enough to make his own decision. That is parent my practice. That's ignorance. You need baptism, as I said. You baptize babies to what? To get the mortal, the, uh, uh, the, uh, the initial, uh, the fall, the, the initial, what is, oh man, I went blank. But y'all know what I'm saying. <laughs> to get the... Uh, to get the first sin off of the, the first, oh, man. Oh, I hate when this happens. <laughs> I think about the Catholic Church, but it's so much stuff, man. You, you, you know, you go you go blank sometimes. But anyway, um, anyway, you know what I'm saying. So you you, you baptize the kid to get rid of uh, the, the initial sin, first the first sin, the sin of the fall, you know, that, okay? So then when you get to confirmation, and, and if you don't baptize the baby, the baby doesn't get those graces all through its life to confirmation to be able to make a, a formed decision. Do I want to be Catholic or not? That's when they make the decision at 13 and 14 when they have been formed from baptism as being a baby for 13, 14 years. Then they can. Then you're right. You can make a, a, a decision on that. OK. Um, uh, so the next is the Eucharist, which the Eucharist is, like I said the other day, the Eucharist is basically the Christ, the priest is authorized to transubstantiate the wine and the bread into the body and blood of Jesus Christ. It is not a figure. It is not a symbol. Christ didn't say, eat my body and eat, drink my blood and drink my, he said, drink my body, um, I mean, so I eat my body and drink my blood. And then all of the Jews, they started leaving, right? Because they knew what he meant. When the Remember what Christ said? And he said in the scripture, and then of course, I don't get it exactly right. I just know the story. He said, you know, you cannot be saved if you don't, if you don't drink my blood and eat my flesh. So guess what? All the Jews start leaving except the apostles, right? But Christ didn't say, hey, y'all come back. I was just joking. I'm just symbolizing I'm just symbolizing. <laughs> I, I didn't mean that. Come back, y'all. 
No, he let him go because he knows. This is why the Eucharist is important. The priest, it's called transubstantiation, where the priest converts the blood and the wine into the body and blood of Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit, through the mystery. It's called a mystery. Okay. And so when we when you as a Catholic take that and you're inside you, you get grace from that. That's why it's called a sacrament. I've talked about confession, anointing of the sick. Uh anointing of the sick is basically when you're sick, the priest is authorized to come and bless you and help you and and and, and get you through that. Okay. Then of course, marriage. My thing, marriage is very important because when you get married in the in the church, this is why you shouldn't get married on the beach. You should not get married um, in a town hall in at, at the down at the courthouse. Um, getting married in in Tahiti somewhere, you've got to get married in the church. The good thing is that Christ recognizes marriage in the Catholic Church and marriage in the Protestant Church. As long as you are in a church and you are married before God, you are your, why? Because you need those graces. You need those graces from God. The union in marriage is between God, husband, and wife. So if you don't, if you don't, if you get, if you exclude Christ or you exclude God from your marriage, which means you don't get married inside the church, you are, you are not getting that grace that you should get to keep your home in peace. Okay, next, holy orders is simple. Uh, that's just being, you know, becoming a priest, being able to be, um, you know, authority to have to be a priest. Okay, number 13, study and educating yourself in the doctrine of the Catholic Church provides great protection. That's what I said earlier before. You've got to believe in, in the, the true teaching of Christ. That protects you from the diabolical because you know your game. You own your game. Okay. 14, sacramentals provide sacramentals provide great protection in your spiritual warfare. So what are sacramentals? They're not sacraments, they're sacramentals. So sacramentals are basically blessed physical objects used as a means to invoke grace and protection from God against the diabolical. I'm gonna read that one more time. The sacramentals are blessed physical objects used as a means to invoke grace and protection from God against the diabolical. So what are, so basically the, the objects are blessed by a priest and then they have supernatural powers. Okay. So they, they help ward off the diabolical. The way Catholics think about it, Orthodox Catholics think about it is I need as much protection on me as I can. Because the devil is always, we all know as Christians, the devil is always around. Demons are always around us and trying to influence us. Well, in order to keep your mind clear from demonic oppression, which means demons can influence your thoughts and stuff, you need to wear sacramentals, go do this, go get the sacraments, which I explain, and you got to go to church. Okay, so what are sacramentals? Like the brown scapula, the rosary, holy water, the crucifix, not the empty cross. See, this is why... You guys got to understand the power of the crucifix. If if the cru if the cross don't have Jesus on it, it don't really mean nothing. It really don't. People say, "Well, that's because he's risen." Okay, he's risen, but that's for Easter in two weeks. That's for Easter. Fifty-one other weeks out of the year, we have crossed Christ on the cross because that's how we understand what his suffering's about. And there is power in the supernatural world from Christ dying and us understanding that gives us grace. Okay. 
So Saint Benedict, the Saint Benedict Medal, uh, Miraculous Medal, um, the Blessed Candles, Blessed Salt, Statues of Saints, Religious Art, the Palms. On Easter, you get ashes. On Holy Wednesday, I mean, um, on uh, on Ash Wednesday, and Stations of the Cross, which is where Catholics, if you go to a Catholic church, there are um, there are what we call Stations of the Cross. There 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 uh, uh, sculptures on the wall of the passion of Jesus Christ. Now I'll tell you how silly I was. I didn't even know what the passion was. Well, not, I didn't even realize what the passion was till I went to that movie, uh, 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 the passion of Christ. And then he coming out of that, I still didn't know. Cause I was, I wasn't Catholic or nothing. I was like, man, what, you know, I, I, love, I thought the movie was good, but I didn't know what the passion was until I became Catholic. So that's what it is. And you meditate on those, on those stations at each station, each at each station, you meditate. Um, on the on the passion of Christ, okay. So and so these these are called sacramentals. They're blessed by a priest. Remember, because authority, because Christ has given the apostles, the bishops, the popes, the priests to bless things in Christ's name. This is why a Protestant, no offense to Protestant pastors, but they can't bless nothing. Matter of fact, when they do try to bless something, they are out of the natural order. This is why only a husband can bless it's like me. If I have holy water or, or or blessed oil, I can I I as Jerry Jacobs, the spiritual head of my home, the leader of my home, given to me by God, I can bless my wife. And then I bless you in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. I can bless my children in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Why? Because I have authority. I've been given authority by Jesus Christ who I'm supposed to follow so I can bless them. Okay, so a dude off the street can't come in my can't come to me and bless me or bless my wife or bless my children. Why? Because he doesn't have authority. There's no authority, and you must understand this. Is what this is all about? Demons understand authority. They know it. They go by it. That is the one law that the demons have to go by. Authority. And they know it. And if you go around blessing people and you don't have authority over them, you will get attacked. You will get attacked. This is why only priests are have the authority to bless people. That's not their father or I mean, that's not their uh, uh, wife or children. OK, this is why God gives you as the man the power of your home. And this is why you got to understand your power as a man like my son. Solomon, he went to Atlanta for a business trip. He's 19 or 18 years old, I forget. And what did I do? I put out the holy water and I blessed him in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And guess what? Boom. Boom. He's he's I blessed him. I can do that. Right? But you, my friend, you can't go bless my son because you don't have authority over him. Okay, so that's good. 15, bless your house regularly with holy water. So as a man, you should get you some holy water and bless your house regularly with holy water. Number 16, have your priest bless your house yearly with holy water. So I had my priest come a couple days ago, once a year. He blessed our house in the Latin rite. You want to get your house blessed in Latin. Why? Because Latin is the, is the um, language of the church. Latin is strong. The demons hear Latin and then Latin affects them. Latin don't Spanish and, and English and all that stuff. Demons don't hear that like that. It's not nearly as powerful as Latin because Latin is a sacred language. English and Spanish, they're not sacred languages. Okay. Next. Um, 
Exercised oil and salt in cooking helps with protection. Protect your children from the diabolical with holy water or excised oil. I bless you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. I've talked about that. Okay? So exercised oil, remember, and salt. You put it in cooking. That's why I tell guys in my program, if your wife is really tripping, you go to the church, you get you get the uh, excised oil and excised salt, and you start cooking with it, and you put it in her, and you put it in her stuff. Like um, or in wives in my program, if your wife and your husband's tripping, what you do is you go get some excised excised salt, excised um, exercised um, holy uh, holy oil, which is olive oil, right? And you put it, you start cooking with it, so when you feed him, it starts to it starts to affect him. Okay, next um. 18, every time you curse, you open up the area and your children to diabolical influence. It calls, it's called the demons of the air. It's another thing people don't, they don't understand. When you curse, in the, when you say the F word, the S word, uh, the MF word, and all that kind of stuff, those are curses. It's called cursing. What you do is you invite the demons in your home or in the area you in, they're called the demons of the air. Okay, and so that's another thing, too. You never, ever curse at your children. If you say cuss words to your children, the demons will start to you opening your your kids up to diabolical influence. Okay, next. uh, Number 19, ask ask the saints for protection. Ask Our Lady for protection and ask St. Michael for protection. Everybody knows who St. Michael is. St. Michael, the archangel. He is the one tasked to defeat. um, He's fought against Satan, right? So in the angels, he led the war and all that kind of stuff. But don't get it twisted. St. Michael's powerful, but he's not the Blessed Mother. Okay? The saints are powerful, but they're not the Blessed Mother. But it's good that you ask them to pray for you because, like I said, it's better to have them praying for you than asking Jerry or somebody. Okay? Number number 22, men fail to protect their children spiritually from the diabolical by. So I'm going to slow down with that one. This is very important. Men fail to protect children spiritually from the diabolical by, number one, not praying for them. Number two, committing sin. Number three, allowing sin to enter the home. Number four, by not working tirelessly on virtue and seeking perfection. See, this religion thing is hard. That's why nobody wants to do it. But when you understand that you're giving your life away, your job as a man is to sacrifice your time your body, your mind, your soul for God, your wife, and children, it makes it easier. It makes it easier. Listen, because you know if you don't, like your job, you know if you don't go to work that no one's going to come in to feed your family and stuff. You know that. It's the same with prayer. We wonder why our kids grow up and they're, they're not. So, one thing I will, I'm not bragging about my kids, but that's just how it was. When I was with my first wife, and I was with my um, and I'm with my because my first wife died, right? So I was with my first wife, and I'm with my second wife. And all in both those marriages, all of my kids were always get they always were told how mannerful they are, how respectful they are. They tell me and my wife that all the time. This is how you know, man, that your prayers and what you do it means something, okay? Um, so um, um. So another thing, too, is so if you as a man, if you're not praying for your kids, if you're committing sin, which means you're getting out of grace with God, you allow sin to enter your home by not working tirelessly on virtue and seeking perfection. Boom. So there's a question real quick. Ask who founded the Catholic Church? Christ founded the Catholic Church. That's simple. I didn't answer that last time you asked it, but this time I decided to answer it. 
because it's, it's simple. Christ, Christ founded the Catholic Church. Okay, next. Um, next, number 23. If you, uh, that's, that was a comment that somebody asked y'all, just in case you want to know, and I'll put it up. Um, so um, if you are in the state of mortal sin, nothing you do has merit in the eyes of God or has any spiritual benefit, even any works you do. This is church teaching from the Council of Trent. So the Council of Trent are, um, is, are councils like Vatican II, Vatican I, the Council of Trent, the Council of Nicene. 2,000 years of the greatest minds in the history of the church come together in these councils or bishops, popes, priests, cardinals. Boom. So they're telling you, if you, so this is hard for, I talked about this the other day. This is hard for people to understand. If you are in a state of mortal sin, nothing you do has merit in the eyes of God, even your good works. Because why? We have, when we do that, we turn our life over to Satan. We make a choice. We are out of grace of God. So our prayers have no benefit. The only time your prayers have benefit when you're in mortal sin, which means you're out of grace of God, is if you, if they are to help you, like you personally. So you're asking God to, you know, God, I'm sorry for what I've done. Will you please make me a better man? So I can, you know, love my wife. My wife can love me and blah, blah, blah. Okay. So, and, and that's what you got to understand. You've got to stay in grace because that's your power as a man in the supernatural world. Next, we need to pray at least 15 minutes a day for holiness and perfection. Okay. So that's easy. So that's simple. So there are nine levels of prayer. So I promise you I will go over them. There are nine levels of prayer. Starting from one, number nine is the is the highest form. Number one is the lowest form. So number one, vocal prayer. I've told you about that. Vocal prayer is the least effective prayer against. That's why when, when guys come in my program, I teach you prayers that are effective. And vocal prayer ain't it. Okay. Then the second level of prayer is mental prayer, which is the gateway to all the other levels of prayer. Why? Because you you grow close to God when you use your mental faculties to um, to lift your mind, heart, mind, and soul to God. The third level of prayer is a, called effective prayer. Effective prayer. The fourth level of prayer is called acquired rec- recollection. Uh, the fifth level um, is called infused contemplation. The sixth level is called prayer of quiet. The seventh level is called simple union. Number eight is, conf- is the con- called the conforming union. And number nine is called the transforming union. See, this is how vast the church is. But you don't know these things if you don't seek the knowledge of God. Okay, the love of God is the knowledge of God. The more you love Christ, the more you love the Holy Spirit, the more you love your wife, the more you pray, okay? All right, next. Number 26, almost done. To protect yourself from the diabolical, you must. To protect yourself from the diabolical, you must surrender your will to the will of God. This is referred to as self-sacrifice. There's a book by St. Alphonsus Liguori, the moral doctor of the church. It's called Uniformity with God's Will. I would suggest that everybody get it. Um, I'll put it in the show notes when this when this class is, but you get it and it teaches you what the will your what God's will for you is, how to understand it, and what it means by Saint Alphonsus Gloria. He is a moral doctor of the church. Okay. Number 27, mortification. It's a virtue. So demons hate bodies that fast. 
It shows self-control, self-discipline, self-mastery. It shows the death of self and commitment to the will of God. Mortification is a virtue. You've got to understand if you die to yourself means what? I don't I cannot consider my wants, my desires and my needs above God, my wife and my marriage and my kids. If I do, I'm not a man. And what happens is when you fast, fast means I deny myself of food and or and unite that suffering with Christ for a bit an intention of my wife, my kid, myself or whatever. Demons run from you when you're fasting. But you have to fast for Christ, for a spiritual effect. You can't fast because I want to lose weight. That's not part. That's not a supernatural thing. That's just you want to lose weight. Okay. Number 28, devote to saints that have conquered the vice and embraced the virtue you're trying to achieve. So example, chastity, St. Mary Magdalene. So basically, if this is why you pick saint, you pick a saint to follow. So me, the saints I love, the saints I pray to, I pray, ask to pray for me every day. There is, um, first is St. Joseph. Why? Because St. Joseph is the head of the Holy Family. He's, he, I'm supposed to model my life after him as a man. Number two is St. John the Baptist. I love St. John the Baptist. Why? Because he died for marriage. He got his head chopped off because he told the king that he can't be sleeping with that other woman and to, to, he needs to be with his wife. So my thing is marriage. It's important to me. So that's why I um, I have I ask uh, St. John the Baptist to pray for me every day. The third saint that I have to pray for me every day is um, St. Maximilian Kolbe. St. Maximilian Kolbe was the priest that died in World War II in the camp. He was um, there was a man that was uh, that was getting ready to die. They was great put to gas. And then um, and then uh, St. Maximilian Kobe, who was a priest at the time, he stepped forward and say, no, kill me because this man has a family and children and a wife. And so they took him. So he died for God. He was a martyr. He's a saint. That's the kind of man you want to be. OK, so and then the fourth saint I ask to pray for me every day. Um, well, it's kind of like five. But the fourth I, I have prayed for every day is St. Padre Pio. Why? Because St. Padre Pio prayed 15 rosaries a day. Can you imagine praying 15 rosaries a day? And all he did was pray rosaries and give confessions. Dude, can I aspire to that? <laughs> I would love to aspire to that. So. You know, that's why he's very spiritual. And I think Padre Pio is a mystic, too. Somebody could correct me on that. But I think he's a mystic, too. But anyway, um, so that's why. You know, and then, of course, the fifth, I ask to pray for me every day, of course, is St. Michael the Archangel. Defend us in battle. Be our protection against the witnesses and stare of the devil. Okay? All right? So, next, number 29, humility and charity provide the most protection against the diabolical. Demons know your attachment is to God, and they will avoid you. If you pray, the more your mind is on God, the more the demons leave you alone. Hear me again. The more you pray, the more the demonic leaves you alone, which does what? It clears your mind. It allows you to participate in the holy in, in, in holiness. Okay? Next, number 30. If you don't pray, you won't be saved. St. Augustine. Okay. A lot of people ain't going to agree with that. But this is a saint talking, St. Augustine. If you do not pray, you will not be saved. Get it in your head. 
You're obliged to pray to God 15 minutes a day. What is prayer? You can go to daily mass. You can go to mass. Mass is a prayer. Okay, you can pray the rosary. You can go to adoration. You can, um, Sunday mass is a prayer. So 15 minutes a day is all God's asking of. We're we are obligated to play a minimal of 15 minutes a day. If you don't, you will not be saved. Why? Because you don't love God. You don't want to be near God. You don't care about God. If you can't give your creator, if us as husbands, as women, as children, we can't give God 15 minutes a day to thank him in prayer by praying the rosary or whatever, then we don't love God. We don't care. So why should God allow you to come to heaven? Because you don't want to be there. <laughs> you go to the other party, as I always say. You go to the other party. So three more. Number 30. No, number two more. Number 31, Auxilium Christianorum, a group started by exorcists developed to help families protect each other from the diabolical. Helps, helps you protect your adult children against, um, against mortal sin. It's a layperson group. So this group is it's not really, it is a group, but it's not a group. It's, they just call it Auxilium Christianorum to give it some kind of name that basically there are families all over the world, like 100,000 Catholics that are pray all over the world, and this helps protect our family spiritually and from the, from the demonic. And Father Ripperger says that this, this group has had a lot of miracles happen and things like that. So this is why I ask, you know, I asked you guys to consider doing that. Okay. And then of course, uh, the last one is I want you all to watch this video. Um, Father, this video by Father Ripperger on is called Spiritual Protection. It's everything I just went through, but it's coming from the mouth of the dude, of the man. So um, I'll have that in the show notes too. But all you got to do is go to uh, is put in uh, go to Google or YouTube and put in Father Ripperger Spiritual Protection, and then it'll come up, and then it'll have these things in it. Okay. All right. So with that being said, we are done for the day and I'm going to take a quick break and we'll be back and we will pray out. Ba 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 boom. All right, all right. We're back. Thank you guys for sticking with me today. I know I went over. Well, I really I really don't go over. It's just you know, I had a call today too. So hey, I'm not over. <laughs> so I can't y'all can't get on me. <laughs> I can't get on myself. I just love doing this, man. I just love, you know, trying to help people be greater greater Christians, understand their marriage and stuff, and understand what this is all about. Try to put all this in perspective for you to let you know that that this all this stuff you put it all together and it means a lot your life means something your suffering means something all your pain that you go through every day means something if and if you offer that up to Christ and unite with God and you see that your life is important that your actions are important and everything you do with your marriage and and your children is important man and once your eyes get open to that man is nothing that can stop you and the government hates you uh, uh, the powers that be hate you. You know why? When you become a Christian soldier and you become um, 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 only uh, to God, you come only obedient to God and you are only answered to God, they don't like that. Because, you know, what happens is if you're a man of courage, a Christian soldier, what happens is, man, you ain't care what the government talking about because you don't answer to them. Now, 
the greatest thing. Christians are the greatest citizens in the world. You know why? Because in the church, it tells us how to be. It tells us how, how to morally be to, 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 to be holy and to be great citizens. This is why America was so great for so long. Because every, mostly everybody in the country was a Catholic or they were a Protestant Christian. And so we, we did. We, we go to work. We, we bring our money home. We take care of our wives. We take care of our children. We go to church. We're morally, we're, we're not, we're not, we're morally um, um, good. We do what we're supposed to do. We follow God and we answer to God. Dude, we are the best, you know, citizens in the world. But people, Satan can't have that. Satan cannot have that. The reason the government and, and people like the house that we don't like that is because if I'm not answering to communism or socialism or whatever kind of ism that they want, to, they want us to answer to, then I'm a threat. You're a threat. Everybody's a threat. You know, and that's why they get rid of anybody that gets too powerful and their voice gets too big. So I guess I ain't got to worry about that, right? My voice ain't going to never get big. <laughs> but in my house, see, that's why it don't matter. Because you influence the environment that you're in as a Christian soldier. So you influence your home, your job, you know, your church, anybody you come in contact with. See, they can't really stop that. They can't stop you. you can, they can't stop you talking to your friend and you and your friend collaborating on how to be better Christians and love God more and how and that kind of thing. Okay. So as we always do, we're gonna end with a quote from Pope Benedict XVI, which states. Society offers you comfort, but you were not made for comfort. You were made for greatness. So go forth, Christian soldier. The spiritual fight is upon you. Fast, pray, and prepare for battle. Thank you for listening in today. If what you heard helped you in any way and you would like more personal attention, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior marriage coaching. And remember to join the Catholic Alpha Radical Live podcast as a caller or listener every Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern. To join as a caller, dial area code 313 Radical. To join as a listener or view the live stream, visit the Catholic Alpha Radical Live Facebook page or visit CatholicAlpha.com for Catholic marriage help that actually works. Bang.